Hello everyone, I'm Karina, your host, and you're diving into your weekly journey of Escape the Reality, where I talk about all kinds of topics and share my life experiences with all of you listening. Today, I'm going to be talking about a bit of a different theme when you think about it at first, and that's spirituality. Of course, that could mean a lot of things to different people, but I'll be talking from my experience, like my viewpoints and my biased opinion as a whole. And yeah, so you can have your own viewpoints about that. You can have your own understanding of everything. Of course, that's that's how it is, actually. Um, but I'll be, I'll be just talking about how my experience has been so far, like, throughout life basically and also welcome to um the second episode that i introduce a video as part of it i really hope you enjoyed the first one if you're watching it on youtube right now if you're listening uh as well you can check out if you haven't yet the youtube video episode that i uploaded last week it actually was uploaded a few days ago because I had some technical difficulties, but hopefully I'll uh, manage it because I actually started it uh, as a kind of a joke, um, but it actually turned out to be hopefully like successful. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, but yeah, let's just dive into the theme of this week. It's a bit of a more like serious one let's say but still it's not one to say that you really need to be that much involved in it to have like any sort of personal experience with it so yeah I think the best way to like start it out would be like to start from like my upbringing what my like religious viewpoints uh when I was small as well were. And uh, as I'm from originally from Bulgaria, I have like a Christianity of bringing. So my parents are Christian and like my entire like family line, like everyone's just Christian. And um, that would have mean like just going to the church on holidays, just having like the religious rituals and like everything that's just normal to do like Christianity like base for Bulgaria but at the same point uh, my mom side of the family is like Armenian so like I've also been exposed to the Armenian church Armenian holidays um, and actually I was being I was baptized when I was a kid in the Armenian church so that's also like a big uh, factor but lately uh, later when I had to actually um, be like the godmother of uh, my cousin I had to like, just be baptized again in the like Bulgarian Christian church. It was like this whole sort of thing because they didn't actually allow me to be baptized in the Armenian church. So right now I'm like rebaptized in the Bulgarian one. It's like this this whole crazy thing. I don't know. Yeah, but it happened. Yeah. Um, so like I said, that's how my upbringing was. And as a whole, even if I was since kid exposed to like the whole um like the whole religious side of things and like the rituals and all of that like being with like the family going to church together and all of that even though it was mainly for like holidays and like something when there was like happening like a event or something uh from the church still i the whole time i was feeling a bit uncomfortable going to church and just doing anything religious wise even though that's like the the standards especially in Bulgaria it's like just normal for you to be religious um but I, I just felt personally a bit let's say embarrassed um like I don't know I I felt like it was just not what I should be doing but at the same time it's like it was like the socially, it still is like the socially acceptable thing to do. But yeah, I don't know. Um, actually, even though, yeah, I think I'll just start with like the crazy facts, like from like the first few minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So even though I 
did not actually, especially as a kid, you just cannot grasp the idea of religion as a whole when you were like so small. I don't know, even exposed to it that much. Um, but yeah, I I was doing like a bit of embarrassing fact, embarrassing fact. Uh, but yeah, still, um, I went to bed. And there was like, I don't know when, what age I was. I think I was like around like seven to 10 years old, even like a bit, a bit like more like 12 to 15 could have been. It was around that time. Like, uh, yeah, I was um, basically going to bed every night uh, with a prayer. And like, I had this whole like ritual when I would just put like, on both sides of me, like my stuffed animals. And without them, like I, I would not be able to have the prayer. I don't know how it all started. It was just this weird thing that I just started doing. And then it became like my religious, um, like, let's say it's like ritual. I don't know. <laughs> it was weird. And so I put like the stuffed animals, my favorite ones, like on both sides of me. I actually still have them, like the <laughs> the stuffed animals, just, just to mention that. <laughs> but yeah, the main thing. So yeah, I put them on both sides of me and I would just go into like a prayer. Uh, but it was not an actual prayer. Like it's not like how you imagine the Christian prayer to be like you just pray um i don't know for me it was it was like i was talking to a friend it was not like i was talking to god like a figure or like a big grand thing um i was just praying because it felt right for me and it felt right to do this whole ritual of mine so yeah that that's why i was doing like this whole thing basically it, be, it became my thing and that's how I associated it. Like I felt comfortable doing this and that's why I proceeded doing it. It was not like I do it every single night or anything, but when I felt the need to do it, I just went and do it. I even felt a bit guilty when I have I hadn't prayed for like a month or something and I would just go into my ritual like prayer and I'd be like, um, sorry, <laughs> I feel like if I was a kid right now and knew the the lingo and like all of that, I would have just been like, sorry, bestie or something like, like it was that for me, like I felt such a close connection to whatever I was speaking it. Like it wasn't really that directed to God because I didn't feel like so associated with that image and that whole structure. But at the same time, I, I had fun with it. Like praying and being like religious actually sounded fun and seemed fun to me, which was the whole weird part of it because how can religion and fun be like connected? But for me, I don't know how it all started, but I just gradually built this whole connection and this whole ritual for me when I just united religion with fun. Um, even though religion can be fun, but for me, especially when I was a kid, the two just did not go hand in hand. And I just, I feel like it might have been, now thinking about it, um, it might have been that I just didn't felt so associated with religion. And that's why I created my own form of expressing it and my own form of praying. And then it actually kind of made sense because I had my own thing and my own ways of doing things. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick to it. It feels good. It feels right for me personally. I'm not going to, of course, I actually thinking about it, haven't actually told this whole thing about like to anyone, literally not a soul. Um, so yeah, um, you know that now. So <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I the whole thing is that I didn't, and I still kind of don't even feel like really comfortable. Like when someone asked me, like if I was religious, like when someone comes to me, like came to me and like was like, "Do you believe in God?" And I would be like, "I have no idea," or like are you religious? Like, and I would be like, uh, yes. Like I would just say yes, because it's like the socially acceptable thing to say, you know, <laughs> but in reality, I, 
I did have like a connection. I did have like some sort of um, my own thing to it. But at the same time, I just did not feel anything that that close in like the socially acceptable point of view. So, yeah, um, I literally had a whole phase uh, a bit after that. My whole rituals thingy when I was a kid, when I thought that I was even at ease because I like nothing say about religion, like nothing religion wise made sense to me so i was like okay like um do i actually believe in anything like what do i actually believe in so i had this whole i think it was like a year or something could have been a bit less but still i think it was somewhere in high school when i was just like redoubting like doubting just my whole perspective my whole vision and beliefs and all of that and I think like society as a whole had like some impact on that and like how because when you're in high school especially like your viewpoints like change uh more like rapidly as a whole and I think I had like a big point there when I was like wait let me let wait a second like sit sit for a minute like what do I actually believe in do I actually believe there's anything out there what are my beliefs because the whole time I was just I was just being made to think what is like the right thing and what's like the socially acceptable thing to believe in especially like being in Bulgaria Christianity and all of that um even when I was doing like Armenian traditions and all of that, I felt like sometimes even more comfortable with that. But at the same time, like being in Bulgaria, it's again like, oh yeah, like I had like this Armenian like dinner with my family, but it's still like a bit, you know, it's like not the right thing. Not, it's not like not the right thing, but it's not like the the main thing that you are accepted to do or kind of I don't know yeah it's it's crazy like I won't go too much into that because it's like a whole another thing but as a whole um after this whole artist um rethinking process uh obviously yeah I I am not right now I realized that after this process but I needed this process because if I did not have it, I would not be here right now, like sitting, recording an episode about spirituality. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, uh, my religious relationship has evolved a lot. Um, and it's weird because, like, right now, um, I believe just as much in God just as I do in like a higher power, not specifically God uh, as a name and as a figure. And um, I now literally go like voluntary to churches, do rituals that are Christianity based and have religious icons like standing in my room and like all of that, like things that have been like part of my childhood and my upbringing, but were just there because I had to be, but now I actually do them voluntarily and I actually have some meaning behind them and like some actual beliefs that are my own. So yeah, that's that's how my um, relationship with religion as a whole has evolved like throughout the years until I became like now, like 20 years old. but yeah, but then, <laughs> then the whole thing, like the main purpose of this episode comes in uh, spirituality. And yeah, about that. So I don't know who's like really like knows anything spirituality wise or like if you have like any knowledge about it. Uh, but yeah, spirituality as a whole could mean a lot of things to a lot of people just as the same just the same as religion as a whole you know um but spirituality for me personally and i think that are actually some of the main things that describe it are just connectedness with yourself like body mind soul like everything like the three parts are just connected 
and also connectedness with the outer world, like the nature, the people, like everything that's not concerned about you. Um, so yeah, that's that's the main thing, like connectedness, also just acceptance, like just accepting that the situation is what it is and like you cannot actually change it like what is that's it like yeah it might sound if you're hurting like those things for a first time it might sound a bit weird uh but yeah like i said everyone can have like a whole different uh vision towards like spirituality so it's not like you know, that's the good thing about it because it's not like a certain thing. It's just more about like freedom of yourself and like freedom of your soul and like just being free in general. And I think that's something that we as a society strive uh, towards, like just freedom, like in any sort of way. It could be like freedom of speech, like freedom of expression, like anything, just freedom as a whole is something that unites us as humanity so that's why i think those are some just some of the things that um are part of like spirituality and could be used to describe it in a more generalized way uh but yeah so how it all started for me because there's like this whole term you've probably heard it lately because it became kind of trendy or popular uh but yeah it's spiritual awakening so yeah i had that not once not twice actually twice but kind of like three times but yeah so um my starting point of just going more into spirituality as a whole was the first quarantine that was like 2020 in march so in february i i need to give you some backstory otherwise you would be like what like what is she even talking about like can you just be like more precise so yeah that's why i'm gonna be good to you and like give you some backstory because you definitely need it so um so yeah, March, that was like the first quarantine when my whole viewpoint about like the world, myself and like everything changed. And why that happened is because in February, a friend of mine introduced me to a so-called wheat regime. It's like a food regime for like uh, one whole month. It's uh, by Peter Dunov. Uh, he's like a Bulgarian spiritual teacher and like a philosopher. And he was also called like the master. Um, so he formed like a white brotherhood thing, which I'll, I'll go a bit more deeply into a bit later because right now you can be like totally like perplexed by the whole thing. But yeah, he lived like in the 19th century and he just formed this whole community of people that were just guided by him and just had like a bit of more, let's call it now, alternative beliefs and it's like linked to spirituality as well. But yeah, how I got into that whole thing, it was just, it was so weird because my friend was just like, okay, I'm going to start this whole uh, weed regime. And apparently it was like really popular in Bulgaria and I had no idea about it until my uh, friend saw about, so like talked to me about it. And she was like, yeah, I'm starting tomorrow. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> tomorrow? And she was like, yeah, you could join. And I was like, wait, what? So I spent this night uh before it i think a good amount of like three four hours to just research as much as i can information about it because i was like i would not just do it like that even though i actually did it just like that <laughs> afterwards um but yeah, on the next day i started it because it's like a whole month and you have like a week preparation where you just prepare your body for it. And then you have like the main part, which is like 10 days. And then you have like another like 10 days um, where you just, again, prepare your, your body for like eating normally. But the whole 
whole thing is just 10 days. You eat three apples. Um, you eat um, also like, um, what's it called? Like honey, but that's like an additional part. You can uh, just change it how you want. Like if you don't like honey, you can just not eat it, but it's good for you. Um but yeah, the, the main thing is like walnuts again, and you also have uh, wheat, and that's why it's called wheat regime. But yeah, you, you get the point. Um, so yeah, you eat like 100 grams of wheat only a day. And this whole thing, like this whole process, um, it might sound hard, like too harsh for your body. A lot of people, even my friend, she tried it and she, I think, stopped on like the actual six or seven days. I don't know. But yeah, even she, she was like, uh, like, I cannot, I cannot do that. But the whole process is just like a combination of factors and it's just about like mental resilience as well. I, I mean, I think it's generally about that, uh, mainly about it because like your body is like just indicating some things to you, but at the same time, it's the mind that makes you be like, oh, you're hungry right now. You're like, you need to eat actual food. But actually I was feeling so good and like the second day after because it's like 10 days like the main part like I said but after the second day I was like so good the seventh and eighth day so bad but I'm not gonna go too much into that so I have like more time to go into the other parts of the episode but the whole idea is that I did that and that was like after it my like a first starting point of just changing my whole perspective because the whole idea of doing that uh, regime is just to um, just clean your body from like all the toxins and like your mind from like all the negativity and like everything that's like just build up in you. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's not for everyone. I would say like you really need to first research upon it and if you have like some medical um stuff again like just consider a bit if you actually want to do it and also there are like specific dates to do it but yeah just text me if you want to know more about it uh because i also did it this year so it was my second year and i think i'm gonna be doing it like every single year in february because that's the main month to do it so yeah just text me dm me or whatever if you actually want to know more about it I'm I'll be more than happy to tell you so yeah after that regime I was just poof, like a new self I felt I don't know how to describe it like if you've done the regime or you know about it or something you might know that the effects are just like generally big uh, especially for me they were like after that my whole mindset changed I was feeling more free literally I was feeling like I could fly Afterwards, I started doing yoga, uh, and specifically, I was doing yoga with Adrian. I don't know, you might have heard of that, but she's like the most famous one. She's amazing. Uh, not paid, but definitely, <laughs> definitely go check her out if you don't know her. She was my starting point to yoga, um, and then I was doing meditations, but at the same time, it was quarantine, so I was doing like... <laughs> Study materials as well as I was graduating that year. Um, I was doing a lot of like uh, trainings, running, cycling and all of that. So it was like a combination of factors. And I was just taking care of myself, my body, my mind and my soul. Like everything, it was just connected. Um, so yeah, I also like started reading like more spiritual books and that was like actually easy because my mom has like a whole pile of them at home. Um, because when she was like younger, I think she also went through <laughs> that whole, uh, process of just like spirituality and all that. I might've like gotten it from her. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's another like example how like spirituality and religion could be combined. Like it doesn't have to be like two separate things and you you don't have uh, necessarily to do like one or the other. You can do both. So uh, it's just how you're feeling it, what's best for you, what works the best for you. Um, 
So yeah, except like the the books. I also, because like during that whole weed uh, regime, you can drink alcohol, caffeine, cigarettes and all that. It's not like I were doing those things, but still like the alcohol, I stopped it. And then without realizing it, I actually stopped it for whole months, which was a bit weird for me because I, I have like a... I don't know, weird, let's say, relationship with alcohol. So I've been drinking since, like, I don't know, I was younger. And then, like, just stopping it for four months, I was like, wait, that's actually weird because before that, I might have done it for, like, a month, a few weeks, not even realizing it. But then I actually stopped it for four months. And I realized that on the second month or something like that. And I was like, wait, what? I haven't... Like, I consumed like any alcohol in the last four months how is that possible but it was just that everything was just so detoxed from my body so cleared and I was like just this whole new self let's say I don't know just renewed self let's say like this um but yeah so actually the main process started after that because um I also like started like randomly like following following like people on instagram that inspired me and like got me more educated about that um i was following at the same time a lot of like health related and like mentality spiritual things and it all just started and there hasn't been a stop to it like until now and i don't think there will be it just floats. I don't know how to describe it. If you're going through something like that right now, or that might find like you might find that familiar to you or similar to like what you're experiencing, yeah, you get me. But otherwise, it's just the best way to describe it that everything just floats. Like one thing led to the other, to the other, and then I'm just right now like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, like I said, my viewpoint uh, just changed. And I had like this whole new like sort of like mentality that everything happens for a reason. And like, even if we might not know what is it at like the precise moment that happens or like even after that, it's like all connected and it might unveil in time, it might not, but it's all connected. And actually, like for those viewing like the video podcast, you can see my one and only like tattoo I'm planning on more. But yeah, I actually made it in February in London and it's like a matching tattoo with, with like some of my friends. Um, but I actually made that in February and my whole process started in like March and my whole idea about this tattoo came a year and a half earlier because of one of my friends that uh, I made it with, she was like, oh, this whole idea. And I was like, wait, actually, that makes sense. And I found found my own like meaning with it. And this whole viewpoint is like the idea behind this little circle that I have on my wrist. Um, one of the meanings, because I have tons of it, you see a little circle and you think, wow, what meaning could have been like behind it but yeah a lot of meaning could be <laughs> but yeah, enough about the tattoo um like i said i didn't have like only one starting point i had like a second big like initiating like more it wasn't even initiating because my whole process of like spiritual journey let's say uh has already had already started um from that, like before that, but my second big point uh, was when my mom passed away, like just a few months ago, like in back in April. So, yeah, about that, like uh, a week before it all happened, uh, I started like noticing numbers and feeling like something was wrong, like feeling like really high. I, I was just, I had like a high sensitivity towards like everything. I was just feeling, because I'm a sensible like person as a whole, but that time I was feeling like I could explode. I was feeling, first of all, everyone's emotions like so, 
so highly. I was feeling my emotions so much and I was feeling like I could literally explode like any given second. Um, And concerning the numbers as well, that's another thing that not a lot of people like believe in or think that it's real, like numerology. Uh, I didn't actually have like any specific personal connection with it as well until April. So yeah, it all really depends how it is, like how it happens in your life, because if you haven't really dealt with it or haven't had any experience with it whatsoever, you might be like, okay, that's that's not really true. That's like bullshitting. Like that's... <laughs> but then I feel like even the people that believe the least in things like that, just... Um, like just they get like the experiences so they can be like oh actually it's like that that's a whole thing that's real and I feel like fate just brings those experiences to the people that don't believe Uh, but yeah that's a whole nother thing (laughs) Um, so yeah like I said I started noticing numbers and I was like what is happening and there was like a week before my mom passed away and I was seeing like 22, like three fours. And I was like, what is even happening? And then my mom passed away and it all just, it all just started like flowing so much more. Like right now is just on this level when it's just crazy amount of like signs that I'm getting. Um, and yeah, it's not only... I feel like I relay them personally as signs from my mom, but not only that, um, also from my cousin who also like passed away. I talked about them both in one of my previous episodes about like dealing with grief. You can check that out. Um, but yeah, I just started noticing signs and I obviously that I related it on them and it's not only like the numbers, it's like sunflower, which I relate to my cousin and also like hearts and more specifically like purple hearts. And it's just everywhere that I go, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just my my look just goes like that certain way. And I, I'm just like, wait, I, I'm not even realizing why I'm looking at where I'm looking at, for example, like a number of a car, a street name with numbers or something like that, or even like some random direction. My, I just do what I do and my eyes just go to what I'm looking. And that could be, like I said, like the number 22, which I relate to my mom, like 444, which I also related as like sort of like my angelic number let's say it (laughs) could be a bit weird for whoever's like not really familiar with that but i'll explain it a bit more afterwards and yeah the sunflower which i actually i'll i'll give you like a really uh quick short story that actually uh happened just today um i was walking back home today from uni and Uh, I was with my roomie and I was just, my eyes just went down and like one of the house's numbers was 22. And I was like, okay, because I smiled. Like every single time I see a sign like this, I just smile because I know it's like a sign from my mom. Uh, That's how I relate it. And that's how I envision it and have like this whole meaning behind it. But yeah, I look the number 22 I look up, my eyes just go directly to like next to the street and I see this grant, like a huge, like a single sunflower just hanging there. A sunflower that I've never, ever seen that and I've literally been walking there since, like, I don't know, I've been walking back to university from the same route like every single day almost when I go there. And it's weird. And like right after I see number 22, like for me, like a sign from my mom, my eyes go and I see a sunflower, like a sign from my cousin. And I literally like smiled so much. But also those moments could be like a bit emotional for me because like I 
did not ho- have like this experience beforehand, like before April, let's say, and it, it was not even like that much like science for my cousin, but now it just flows like so easily, let's say it like that. And I just like start noticing so much more. And I think it's because I'm just a bit more like highly sensible towards my surroundings and towards like everything that's happening. And that's why I'm noticing those little like signs. If I feel like I was not open to it, I would have not been receiving all those signs. Um, And especially, like I said, hearts as well. I've been noticing um, like hearts everywhere in the shapes and forms of literally everything could have could be like stones could be um like foods could be literally like a few weeks ago i saw like heart shape like the water in the shower formed like a, a sh- like oh my god uh, a heart and i was like wait what like the water formed a heart and in these moments, I just sit there and I'm like, wait, is this real? Like, is this actually happening? Am I actually seeing that? Or I'm just like having like delusions and I'm just starting to be delusional. But it's just, if it was, if it happened like one, two, three times, I would have been just, yeah, it's not like really a big thing, like a bit of neglecting it, but it's been happening like so much, especially especially with the numbers, the hearts, it's crazy. And the crazier part is that I get those like messages sort of exactly when I need them. And I didn't even know before that moment and in that moment that I needed them. And then I get them. I see like a number or like some flower heart or anything. And then I'm like, Wow. Okay. Uh, that made me emotional. I did not know that I, I was feeling emotional, and I that that I had like so much like emotions down me in that exact moment, and then I just start thinking of how I'm actually feeling towards something. But they also give me like so much hope, like just to continue forward, and it's exactly like precisely when I need them. And like I said, I don't even know that I need them, but I just receive them and I'm accepting them and I'm just more than happy to be able to notice them because not a lot lot of people do. So yeah, yeah, that's a whole crazy thing to say the least. Yeah. Um, additionally, I've um, from that period of time, like the last year, year and a half, let's say, I've also been doing like a lot of ego-involved work, and there was like since actually that was actually starting from my second point in April. I just started like reading more. I actually got into one of my currently like favorite um authors uh he's called like Edgar Toya you might know him he has like a f- two like really popular books the power of now is like the one that i read that changed my whole viewpoint about like ego because i didn't really know like what I I knew like the general idea behind ego and all of that, but I was like just neglecting it in a way. But this book, it changed my whole perspective towards ego. And he's like a lot of Edgar Toe's work is um, concentrated towards like ego and like ego involved, like self-work. and yeah, I've just been totally mesmerized by that book and like him as a person. So definitely if you don't know him, um, check him out, please. You'll be like hopefully more than satisfied with him. Um, also, he's a bit hard at first to read because he just dives in like he doesn't care. He just dives in and like gets you into the material and into thinking. So just do that like 
yeah, you might need a few rereads, um, but yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I've also been doing like some like uh, inner like child work and just trying to go through like my childhood traumas and all of that is like initiated from this whole process like with this a few po- with these few points that I had like initial points um but it <clears throat> sorry I just had like a whole set of like psychological questions and that I haven't really thought about like before that much and I just started to dive more into things that I didn't care about that much before and I didn't even think they have any meaning to them um yeah I don't know how to describe it it's just a crazy process and the funny thing about like spiritual awakening as a whole and like spirituality is that it just comes like you have no idea why it came like you have no realization of wait how did that actually happen why my whole viewpoint just changed it could be like a singular event that happened it could be like a dramatic thing that happened in your life like losing a loved one or just changing like a living situation or location going on a trip somewhere uh even just having like a talk with your friend it could be like the simplest thing but it could also be like the biggest thing it doesn't really take into into consideration what you're going through it's just that it happens and it's just right when you need it because Personally, I would not have been able to deal that good with like grieving as a whole if I had not started this whole, let's say, spiritual process because my whole mentality would have been different. I wouldn't, I would not have believed in like afterlife. I would have not believed in like probably like communicating in some sort of way with the deceased ones or just any sort of communication they might be providing for us. All those things I relate to like my spiritual journey, but I've always like feel like I had this sort of connection and mentality that there might be like a deeper meaning behind like everything. And yeah, it's a bit crazy when I think about it. Um, But yeah, I've also been um, doing like just as a whole deeper meditations because I started, I think, around three ago, uh, three, three ago, <laughs> around three years ago to do um, meditations. And, uh, but at the beginning, I was just, what am I doing? I'm just closing my eyes and I have no idea what I'm doing. The first month or two when I started three, or, three years ago to do it, I was like, wait, no, that's not it. Why am I even doing this? That's dumb. Uh, but then a few months afterwards, because I stopped <laughs> for like some time, and then I was like, wait, um, can I actually try this again? Give it another shot. And then I was like, okay, that's good. But then I stopped for, because you need to be with meditation a bit consistent, especially at the beginning, to be able to have this sort of like base um, to set like ground on and like be able to continue your journey uh, from there. So, yeah, like I said, the big, like, point of, like, meditations and all of this started in the first, like, big quarantine in, like, March. And there I was just consistent with it. I I was like, okay, I'm just going to stick with it. And I think I did it for, like, two whole months like that, just meditating, like, five minutes a day, 20. I was doing, like, actually longer meditations back then. Right now, I don't... I haven't done like a 30 minute meditation lately, but then I was just going for it. One day, I think I even did like 40 minute meditation, which right now I could not imagine. (laughs) Even like I said, it's like a journey that you build uh, upon, but like at the same time, you, even if you're consistent with it, um, you still need like the mentality to do that. And right now I would, 
I don't think I have like the capacity or mentality to do like a 40 minute meditation. But back then I had like I had another viewpoint, but like we change like every single day. So that's that's completely normal. Um, But yeah, like I said, I've just been doing like deeper meditations as a whole. It doesn't need to be like longer, but just deeper, like you're more into it. And that gives you like a whole new perspective, gives you a whole different experience with it because it's not like the normal one where just, especially if you've dealt with meditations, you know that it's, you go into like the meditative state, but you can have like, a completely different experience every single time that you do it. And that's actually the best thing about it because it's just about dealing with how you are in the moment and just accepting that and just seeing how you're feeling and realizing you might not even know you're dealing with something in ex- like internally, but then you go into meditation, you have like a five-minute one. And you can be like, wait, what? I was I was feeling hurt. I was feeling grief right now. I was feeling something that I was just putting my attention towards like other things like work or something. And I was just not concentrating on that. And you actually need to nurture yourself at least like once a day or like just to give yourself like this whole sort of care because like no one else can give you like the care that you can give yourself. And I think that's the best part about it. And like spirituality makes you realize it even more uh, because we all know that like care about yourself, like self-care and all that, but like it's more deep than that. It's not just doing the masks and um, listening to a Spotify playlist that you made or just um, chilling or something, eating your greens. Uh all valid of course like i'm all down for all those things i do them like who doesn't um but but at the same time it's more deep than that like self-care as a whole um but yeah from meditations to self-care yeah there is a connection between that but yeah i'm getting a bit off topic (laughs) but still um yeah like i said the meditation i've been doing there like the last two years like more uh, deeply uh, and that uh, or additionally it resulted into um, increased number of like vivid dreams because in one of my previous episodes give it a bit of that self-promoting uh, I was talking about dreams and dreaming and you can also check that out if you haven't already um, it's a really interesting one and I definitely suggest it (laughs) but yeah um so yeah i got into like more vivid dreams and lucid dreaming as well which is another thing i talk in my episode and it's not only that i'm actually getting positives and signs from my dreams which was something that beforehand i think i was getting i might have been getting but i just did not realize it i was like I just did not get involved into it that much. But now I actually, every single time I just research on the second, like what I dreamt of, because I know it has some deeper meaning. And especially, for example, if I dream like about my mom or if I drink, dream about specific sign or something that I've dreamt before and I'm like, wait, what, I've actually seen that before in my dreams it might have some relation because it actually all relates to my like walking life and i try to get as much as i can from my dreams so because they they can definitely and they are definitely like helping me out in one way or another um so yeah that's why i'm like writing them all down so i don't remember like i don't forget uh, anything important or like repetition things that could be happening and could be useful uh, for me to like decipher what the actual meaning behind it could be but yeah uh as a whole like spirituality crazy thing even if you most possibly you might not have experienced something like that because 
not a lot of people go through it. Not a lot of people have like those exact same experiences, but that, that's also like the, the good thing about it because it's like all really personal with it. And it has like this emphasis on like the personality and like your soul and like mind, body, how you connect them all, like I already said. Um, so yeah, even if you haven't had like your initial process or something, it might come around. It might be just around the corner. You might not have any idea about it. You can be like really skeptical right now, but then it can just pop up in your life and you can be like, well, like where did that came from? Like, how did I change my whole vision towards everything from like... It could happen for a, like a longer process of time. It could happen from like literally from night to day, like the other, like the next day you can be with a shifted mentality or something, but it all really depends. It's all really personal. So I could not say there's one structure of like, oh yeah, that's how you should do it. That's how... There isn't like a list for that. It's just, it happens and it's how you deal with it when it happens and what you can actually take from it and like what are the positives that you can get from it. That's, that's I think, the most important part of it. But yeah, so I have a few questions that I got asked for um, my last part of the episode. So first of all, I have, what do you think of spirituality becoming trendy around TikTok and also people getting miseducated about it? Do you think that's a real thing? Uh, yeah, I think I mentioned quite a, f a tiny part of that <laughs> beforehand. But yeah, the fact of it becoming trendy is real. At least that's what I think about it. Because even though right now I don't have TikTok, uh, special thanks to Emma Chamberlain, my icon, who <laughs> made me like rethink about like my whole uh, process of having TikTok. But yeah, anyways, uh, even though right now I don't have TikTok, before that, everything I was seeing, it was like... Christo, Christos based like um, meditation yoga and all of that it was just like really this whole self care part of thing and like just I don't know like personally I believe that yes it did be became like trendy is that a positive thing from one side yes because like people especially young people are getting like more educated about it. But do I actually believe there might be miseducation about it? Yes, I do believe that. Um, because right now people believe, and there's, I think this sort of like a narrative that's going on around that spirituality is just like a negative thing. You need to be like a yogi. You need to be like alone in the mountains or like you need to have like a, um, Christ shows going on in your house or you need to do like rituals every night or do moon rituals, uh, healings and all of that. It's a thing. I personally do that. You who are listening to that and are possibly uh, on your own spiritual journey, you might not want to be involved in that at all. And that's completely fine. But like everyone has their own personal relationship with that so yeah i really do believe that people are getting in some sort of way miseducated about spirituality as a whole because they don't envision it how it is really they just see what's going on as trendy and think that's how it is but it's actually it's not that it's like really just more deep and um yeah, and some people, yes, they might have started to do it, like getting crystals and all that because it's trendy, but that's also fine. Like, you do you. Like, that could also be your initial process. Who knows? Like, something might happen and you can actually have, like, a change of mentality or something. But 
Yeah, it's definitely not about the creatures. <laughs> uh, yeah, so next question is actually related to that. Uh, to what extent do you believe that owning creatures, tarot cards, and meditating affect how spiritual you are? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I said just now, um, I don't think those things affect in any sort of way how you define your relationship with spirituality like it has some sort of connections like yeah yeah like those things could be really great sources and like helpers to your spiritual journey like doing like readings tarot cards uh crystals rituals and meditating and all that perfect but it's not all about that like not that could not work for everyone and that's another thing that i think is like misconceptualized because again from like the trend thing a lot of people believe that yes you need to own crystals do tarot readings some meditation meditating yoga and all of that to be spiritual like no you don't <laughs> like it's more about you as a whole like how you connect your body to the outer world and like your whole vision and it doesn't need to include all those things yes like i said there could be really some beneficial uh things for you uh as an individual but they could not work for every single person and that's why i think you can just give it a try to just connect with yourself first if you don't really think that all those cards of all, all those type of things like would work for you and it's more about like for example like just researching upon it and because it's been going on for like ages like spirituality did not um get uh created like yesterday it was just it's been going around like since forever and there has been like so so many like personal experiences with that from <clears throat> from people that lived like centuries ago um like written material materials like anything you can just try to dive into that first and see if you actually think there might that might be something that you're interested in but you can also do you can also start with like crystals, uh, crystals like tarot cards and like meditation and all of that. Everything is valid. And like I said already, that's the best thing about spirituality. You don't have like a certain path you need to follow. You don't need to be trendy to be actually spiritual. You just need to do you. Like be yourself, like see what you feel the most about it, like how you feel towards the whole thing. If something doesn't work for you, okay, then try something else. Like explore and see what's the best for your own body and for like your own perception of things. Uh, so yeah, last question. Um, so we have, what are some of your favorite spiritual practices? Uh, okay, so that changes for me quite personally through the time like a week ago it was one thing now it could be like another thing but i started going to yoga classes uh i went because my university organizes um like free yoga classes and how could i just not um use that so i went there like twice already i missed like one week two weeks i think yeah but i signed up for like all the available classes for now and group yoga has been something that I've never dealt with before. I had the opportunity to do it like this summer and last summer as well, but I just, I was like, mm, I'm not ready for it. I don't think that's something that might work for me at the moment. But right now, like doing like group yogas, that's feeling amazing. And it's more of like a meditative type of yoga. It's not the traditional yoga that you need to do like really weird poses and just stretch a lot is just a meditative yoga. And I think that's the best part about it because you just connect even more with what you're feeling at the moment and unwind, especially for students. It's even like better because we as students need that even more to be able to like be with 
ourselves for like an hour, hour and a half and just see how we are feeling just to unwind from like all the stress and like everything, like assignments and like deadlines, just everything that we need to be doing and just be present with ourselves at the moment. And that's actually another thing, just being present at the moment. That's another, I would say, like spiritual practices of mine that I introduced like a few months ago, because after reading like this book, The Power of Now, I realized that it's like all the other practices are amazing as well, like journaling, uh, crystals and all of that. Like I do all of that, especially like the crystals healing and all of that. I couldn't, I was not able to like really get into that so much and the journaling as well i've been doing but not that much as i want to and then i realized that i need something that's more like about daily activity like being at the moment present and that's when i realized that i need to be just reshifting my whole perspective and narrative towards being right now at the moment and from that, I just started like being like more present when I'm having a conversation with a person that's standing um, uh, in front of me and also just uh, doing breath work a lot like during the day. I think that's also a thing that you can do anywhere you are and it's just really flexible. You can be like at the airport, in the bathroom, under the shower, at class, and you can just do breath work. It doesn't have to be like something really heavy. It can be just normal uh, breathing because it's like just a conscious breathing um, and that gives it the power. It's just being conscious that you're here right now and for example, you're talking with that person or you're doing this task. It's about being present at the moment. And I think that's the most, let's call it, sustainable spiritual practice that I've discovered, just daily practices that allow me to be present in the moment and get as much as I can from it. Because at the end of the day, we have short lives. That's that's reality. Like we have no idea what might happen tomorrow or right at this second. Like the the best thing you can do is just be present at this exact moment. And I think for all of you listening right now, I can just give you this advice. Just yeah, it's good to dedicate five minutes a day, half an hour a day to move your body. That's a thing that I actually advise you to do and to just be with yourself. But you can also do it at the present moment. Just right now, when you're listening to that podcast or watching it, just take a second and be like, okay, I'm right here. I'm listening to that. Um, and that's it. Like, that's the reality of that. And nothing more to that <laughs> it's just that action that you're doing um for me for example right now i'm talking and that could be like the initial action that i'm doing like talking but behind that um there's also like just trying to get this message across but like which one do you think is like more like the one that's like more important yeah of course you might think, yeah, it's like she wants to give us like this whole message about spirituality. Cool, but my main activity is just talking. Right now, just talking. And that's it. Other, The other thing is just secondary. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll just leave it like this and let you all think about it for a second or two or three or right now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, give it a thought. You might just hopefully, possibly that could be your initial process towards spirituality. Like I said, it could be anything. And that's why I actually wanted to do this episode first to <laughs> explain what my journey with that has been, like religion, spirituality wise, the connectedness between the two and how you can actually do both. Um, but at the same time, I really wanted to see and like connect with all of you as well to see 
if you had like some experience like that so or you might still be a bit skeptical even after listening to this podcast episode that's also cool but who knows one day you might be like the next one doing a talk like that so <laughs> yeah um well that's all for today's episode of escape the reality thank you for tuning in today i hope you were able to explore more about spirituality and religion and religion and their connectedness and learn more about it and as well maybe uh, get more involved into your own experiences as well Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or whatever platform you get your regular podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also send all your thoughts, stories, questions, or whatever you want me to talk about on at ETR with Karina on both Instagram and Twitter. I also have like the links below so you can check them. If you want to, you can always DM me and I'll be more than happy to help you out or have a chat with you. And don't forget to also watch the next video episode or the previous one uh, for those tuning in uh, through YouTube and those tuning in online. You can as well check out my previous episode about traveling and I also have the YouTube version of it but yeah send me all your questions thoughts suggestions whatever you have in mind um but yeah have a great weekend and week afterwards everybody I'm sending you lots of love and see you soon (laughs) 